I'm Jody Nisnik. This is a podcast designed to help you create space for God. Jesus, in some of his last words found in John 16:12, stated, There is so much more I want to tell you. He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal his truth through his word. I'm so excited that you've joined us for this short series. Today, we are doing an imaginative prayer experience. Now, if you haven't done imaginative prayer before, I want to invite you to pause the podcast here, go back and listen to the introduction podcast where I walk you through all the details. Before we get started, I want to give you a little context for this passage. This passage is found in the Gospel of Luke, and all the Gospels are just a retelling of Jesus' words and teaching and interactions with people while he was here on earth. This particular story records an interaction between a man who is seeking Jesus to heal his daughter who is dying and a woman who has been subjected to uncontrolled bleeding for 12 years. We learn in parallel accounts that this woman had been to many doctors and she was out of money, no one was able to help her, and she just continued to get worse. Truly, she was desperate. Another thing that's helpful to know is that in this culture, bleeding made someone considered unclean, which meant that she wasn't supposed to be around or touch other people. It meant that she couldn't go in to the synagogue to worship. It meant that she really couldn't be in significant community. So not only is she without money, but she's also physically isolated from others. Now, as a reminder, I'm going to guide you every step of the way through this experience. For now, I want to invite you, though, to get prepared. To do that, find a comfortable yet attentive posture to sit in and take a few deep in and out breaths. As you breathe in, just say a quick prayer, inviting the Lord to teach you. And as you exhale, allow all the thoughts and distractions of your day, of your week, of anything that's around you to just fall away. Let me pray for us. Lord, we invite you in to this space and we ask that your spirit would guide us. Lord, that you would help us to use the imagination that you gave us to imagine this story, to place ourselves into it, to feel some of the feelings that the people might have felt that were needing something from you. And that, Lord, you would draw us to exactly what it is that you want us to see and notice so that we can talk to you about that. So, Lord, we ask that your spirit would come and you would be our guide and our teacher. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Well, this first time I read the passage to you, I want to invite you to just listen to the story. There's really no agenda beyond that. Just let it unfold in front of you. Now, this is a reading from Luke chapter 8, verses 40 through 50. Now, when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter, a girl of about twelve, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed. Now, as I read this passage a second time, try to let the scene unfold in front of you in your imagination, kind of like a movie. Notice who is there. What does it look like, smell like, feel like? Try to engage all of your senses as you let the scene come to life in your God-given imagination. And take a moment to notice who you feel most drawn to in the passage. Might be Jairus, the woman, one of the disciples, or someone in the crowd. And I'll give you some space at the end to reflect on that. So again, a reading from Luke 8, verses 40 through 50. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter a girl of about twelve was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him 
and touched the edge of his cloak. And immediately, her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed. So take a moment now to notice who it was that you felt most drawn to in that passage. Now, as I read this passage a third time, I want to invite you to ask the Lord to help you experience this passage from the perspective of the person that you felt most drawn to. And then at the end, I'll give you some space to go talk to Jesus about that experience. As you're noticing from that person's perspective, Notice how you feel as you interact with Jesus or you see him interacting with others. And notice what else you're hearing, seeing, or just noticing in general. So again, a reading from Luke 8, verses 40 through 50. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter, a girl of about twelve, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, 
came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. When Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed. Now, I want to invite you to stay in that scene in your imagination and go to Jesus and talk to him about this experience and allow him to speak back to you. I'll give you a few minutes to have that conversation with him now. Thank Jesus for your time with him. I'll read this passage one final time. This last time, allow yourself to rest in Jesus' deep and abiding love for you. So now a reading from Luke 8, verses 40 through 50. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house. 
because his only daughter, a girl of about 12, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe, and she will be healed. Lord, we thank you for this time with you. We thank you for the truth in your word, for how much you loved each person in this story. Jairus and his daughter, this woman who needed healing desperately from you, the disciples who seemed confused, the people crowding in and pressing around you. Lord, you see and you know each of them just like you see and you know us. So Lord, I pray that whatever it is that you drew us to in this passage, that you would help us to remember the truth that you deeply love us and that you did come to bring us full healing through your life and your death. Lord, thank you for being present with us here. We love you and we are grateful for all that you have done for us. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Now, I want to offer just one quick word of caution here. I invited you to let Jesus speak back to you, and I hope that by the power of the Spirit, you heard his voice. But I want to remind you that Jesus's voice will always sound like love, and Jesus's voice will never contradict his word. So even if he was inviting you to make a change or do something different, even if you felt conviction. It should have felt full of love and invitation, not condemnation. I also want to invite you to bring this experience that you had with the Lord to a trusted friend. Share with them what you feel like the Lord may be inviting you to and ask them to pray with you and help you discern if those words were truly from the Lord. Imaginative prayer can be a powerful experience because it creates space for us to hear God's word. 
and interact with him around his word. So I do hope it was meaningful for you. Well, I want to invite you to join me in listening to the companion podcast to this episode where I'm going to have a conversation with Julie Pierce. Julie is a leadership coach. She is a speaker, and she has also been in pastoral ministry for many years, and she's going to share with us her experience of doing an imaginative prayer with this passage and where the Lord led her and the conversation that she had with the Lord. I also want to ask you to do me a little favor. If you are encouraged by this podcast, would you take a moment to share it and like it? And I just love to help others find this podcast, especially if it's been meaningful for you in your time with the Lord. Well, thanks for joining me on So Much More, where Jesus has so much more to say to us, and we are creating space to listen. There's nothing in this world that he cannot do if we truly allow his love. We can do nothing without him. Anything that we do apart from him is not something that's permanent. We all need his grace. That's everybody. We are all broken people on our way to a place that we believe is, is waiting on us in heaven. You can find more of Bridges with Monica Schmelter at lifeaudio.com. In Christ, we are all one family. Amen.